The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and now New York. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Russell brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy has a 100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game, plus a 100% instant deposit match at thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Russell brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. Russell brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app and enter the free Super Bowl props contest for your chance to win $100,000. Welcome everyone to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is currently Monday, February 7th, late evening, and here to record for the Tuesday night schedule in the NBA. A man that needs no introduction. A guy that I can send into a haystack and he'll find the needle for me. It's Zach Broner. Zach, how you doing? this uh monday evening brother <laughs> that's, that's a nice intro there I, I thought i thought you might be about to pass out on that welcome right there it's a nice high-pitched high-pitched w intro to the podcast but yeah no i missed last week i'll be back and obviously it's a great time of the, of the year with uh all the trade rumors coming in that we could salivate over a couple big trades already i know you and terrell got to some of the early news and hopefully there's more as the week goes on so yeah. if you're not in the slack channel get in the slack channel uh definitely it's best time to be in there yes sir and i know we got a big tuesday slate that we're gonna break down today so i'm excited do you want to explain yourself and uh let the listeners know why you missed last week well i missed i missed last week because i was at the nick game <laughs> there you uh, go that's at, a good excuse risk. right yeah, at, at risk of uh, <laughs> doxing myself here, but um, I was at the Knicks game last week, and I w- I was in this, I was uh, saying that Davion Mitchell, <laughs> Davion Mitchell had I, I'm not joking. I know this yeah. sounds funny, but he the, the best one of the best in person ex- in person impressions that I can remember any player making the, the first time I saw them or any time I saw them just. Yeah. And, you know, he's been kind of trending up a little bit more recently. Obviously started really hot. Summer league early season was a very hot rookie. Came in a little bit more experienced out of Baylor and then kind of started to slump a little bit. Now he's uh, gotten a little bit more of an opportunity and just really phenomenal defense, um, you know, locking up anybody he matched up with. And then he does get, you know, a ton of penetration on the dribble. So, you know, I, I was really impressed with Davion Mitchell and the Kings in general. They got blown out, but I was just—it was one of those games where you just sit back and watch, and you can kind of reflect on how high-level NBA basketball is. Sure. Um, just like in the dull of the regular season, 
it's just, it's an art form. Like it's just so high level. The ba- level of basketball compared to the college division one, even high major level to high school, is just so high level, so beautiful, so pure. So f- always fun to watch a game in person. And then obviously nights like these, you know, the ten game slate, you get the the, the dual screen setup. Yeah, um, I know. I know you got a bunch of screens and just take it all in. So. I love basketball, but I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any any anytime you get to go to the Garden and watch watch Knicks game, or no matter who's in town, you, you got to take advantage of that opportunity. So glad you were able to get out there. Was that your first game um, after COVID, or when everything opened back up? I've been to a couple. Of this, I've been to okay. uh, been to a Nets game, and I've been to a couple a couple of Knicks games here, um, as as well nice. as a as a couple college games in the area. So I'm definitely jealous, I, I'm yeah jealous. had my fair share. <laughs> Yeah, I'm jealous, man. And also, uh, uh, when bet is now live in New York. So there's another book for you to take advantage of, uh, out there in New York. So if any of our listeners are in New York, uh, make sure to get over to win bet, take advantage of the promotions, um, and download the app. And there's another book that, uh, that is up in New York that for you to take advantage of me presenting sponsor of the sports gambling podcast network. Uh, Zach, we briefly touched on it this morning. Uh, me and Terrell about the two trades that went down quickly. Uh, we can get your thoughts on it. Um, let's start with the Clippers trade, man. Uh, your thoughts about them acquiring Norman Powell and the, I think two teams that are pretty much in opposite directions. I think, you know, the trade that they made for Norman Powell, and I said, this kind of makes, makes it seem like that, uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard will be back this season, but I, I just love the depth now with the players that they have. And once they get their two superstar players back, this is going to be a very deep team. Yeah, it's going to be a really deep team. I, I like the moves for the Clippers. I think, I think Tyler did say that, you know, Paul George hopefully will be back this year. Kawhi looking less likely, mm-hmm. um, but this also, you know, having Norm in the fold, it sets up really well for next year. I think we're going to be looking at the Clippers going into next year as kind of right back yeah. in that, you know, what one A tier title contenders. Um, I thought it was, an, I think, interesting trade. I mean, it's one of those that's like, I think if you're probably in the NBA front office, it probably makes more sense to you the whole salary cap implications. And I know Portland, there was some getting onto the luxury tax yeah. element of it. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, I mean, Keon Johnson, a guy hasn't really panned out that well. In, in L.A. so far this year. But yeah. he was a guy that came in with extreme pedigree. I mean, I remember during mock draft season, he was being talked about as high as being a top 10 pick. Yeah. I think he ended up going like 19. Um, but And he hasn't gotten his career out to a great start. But that, that basically was kind of a first-round pick. I know people were kind of getting on the, the, the Blazers a little bit for their return they got. But yeah. it, it, I, I think it's a nice trade for the Clippers. Obviously, they're more of a contending team. And I think it probably does spell the beginning of a domino effect for the Blazers here at the deadline, trying to go a little bit more towards a youth movement. So all eyes are definitely on CJ McCollum right now um, as potentially one of the bigger fish that could move uh, before the deadline on Thursday. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see uh, what kind of transpires now in Portland, like you talked about there. Going with a a youth movement, they haven't seen a little, obviously not for the rest of the season, but they still have Anthony Simons. Now you add Keon Johnson in the fold. Hopefully he's able to get some run um, as they kind of get into the second half of this year, post-trade deadline. Uh, and the other move that happened um, over the weekend in the Eastern Conference. Now, we have, I think we had talked about this as well, Zach, that you know the Pacers had their front four guys um, that they were going to make available for trade. And I think the first domino has kind of fallen here with Karis LeVert headed to Cleveland. And the rumors were there about Karis LeVert heading to Cleveland um, you know, weeks before. But definitely a move that I think the Cleveland Cavaliers had to make, especially with the amount of injuries that they had in the backcourt. But uh, your initial reaction when you saw that trade kind of go down for Karis LeVert? 
Yeah, I th- uh, another trade where I think both teams, you know, kind of had a direction and it matched up nicely. Um, for the Cavaliers, they they seem to be destined to get a, to go get a um, a shooting guard to pair with this lineup. I think I'm I'm honestly at this point relatively con- high level of concern with this Darius Garland back injury as well. Yeah. Um, I think he's had a questionable tag for the last four games, missed four in a row uh, with this low back soreness. So that'll be interesting to see how that pans out. But Karis Levert's a guy who can carry some of that on-ball burden and, and take a lot of your on-ball reps. Yeah. Um, so I think it was a nice pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, Karis Levert this year uh, on catch-and-shoot threes is an, another stat I kind of didn't want to check out. 39%, I think that's that's a nice number for him um, uh, on catching shoes. And obviously, Darius Garland will be their primary engine down the stretch of games. And the question for Karis LeVert has always been, you know, he is that on-ball bucket getter. But can he like, – remember, we were always questioning, you know, is he going to fit with Kyrie and James Harden and Kevin Durant, that kind of thing. Um, can he shoot off the ball? Yeah. He hasn't been as good in that department rec- uh, in, in earlier years in his career. He has gotten that catch-and-shoot number up, and it will be definitely really important for him to help provide spacing out- alongside those Garland-Mobley, Garland-Allen pick-and-rolls. Um, so I think it's going to be an interesting role for him. He was definitely getting a lot of touches in, in Indiana, and he helped us yeah. make some sacrifices in Cleveland. I know it's you know close to his hometown of uh, Pickerington, about two hours outside Cleveland, so I'm sure he's happy to be home. And for Indiana, yeah, it starts a – a youth movement for them most likely get a first round pick. And I think it was a rocket second rounder. So that should be like in the top 35. Yeah. Um, so, you know, basically two first round picks. Um, so yeah, n- nice return for them. Yeah. And you know me, I'm, I, I, it's going to be hard for me to find something that I don't have an optimistic view on. <laughs> that is hundred percent correct. <laughs> that, Zach can, Zach will find the positive in a very, very negative situation. So, uh, you know, that's why I love having Zach on the pods and, and being able to talk to Zach, even offline, he's going to find the positive in any situation. So it's always great to have that perspective from Zach, but yeah, I think you're correct. I mean, I also saw the rumors of, um, this morning, uh, I forgot who it was and I don't want to misspeak either, but I think the Spurs were also interested in the front court of the Indiana Pacers, whether it was going to be Saponis or Miles Turner. And then also saw a report that the Chicago Bulls uh, offered a first-round pick for Jakob Hurdle, um, and the Spurs declined it. So uh, definitely I will be very surprised if both these guys are still on the roster come uh, trade deadline here. You know, it's going to kind of fall under the radar here with the NBA trade deadline with, with Super Bowl week. But guys like us are definitely – our eyes are going to be glued on Twitter this week with Woj bombs and Shumps. Uh, Shumps bombs uh, this week uh, as far as the trade deadline goes. But – uh, anything else around the league, Zach, um, that you've noticed over the past week or two here that you kind of want to get off your chest and mention? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I, definitely the Eastern Conference playoff picture is emerging to just be really, really fun down the stretch. That yeah. Wanted to shout, I mean, I want, I want to shout out the Sixers and the Raptors, two teams that kind of maybe were a little bit forgotten earlier in the year, both playing really well. Raptors are currently up 21 in the first half in Charlotte. Um, tonight and then out west golden state was a team that i i was kind of falling off a little bit on and they have ripped off eight straight wins and nine and one on their last 10 and they're kind of proving just how legit their start to the year was after that mini slump and credit to you you've been right on them all the way so they kind of shoved it right back at me and they've they've been stabilizing clay thompson looking better so if they get back healthy i think they're right back to that that you know co-favorite with phoenix out west yeah, 100%, man. This, uh, especially the Eastern Conference, like you mentioned, uh, one through five separated by one and a half games. It's going to be really fun to watch. And the Brooklyn Nets have dropped all the way down to number seven now, four and a half games 
out of first place. Um, you know, we're hearing about the rumors about James Harden um, with the Sixers connection, but uh, we'll see if, if that comes into fruition. I'll be very surprised if, I, you know, I would be surprised, but I won't be surprised either if uh, James Harden is moved by the trade deadline, but it will be interesting to see. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, maybe we do like a post NBA trade deadline reaction um, pod, maybe this week, if anything big transpires, but Zach, let's do this, man. Let's do, we have a big uh, slate of games on Tuesday night. We'll dive into that right after we hear from our sponsor. So let's take a quick break here, and we'll be right back, and we'll jump into that Tuesday night schedule. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and New York. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Don't forget about all the props that will be available on WinBet for the Super Bowl. The best part, you can build your own bet to create a prop-focused same-game parlay for the big game. Be on the lookout for WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $10, win $200. Download Bet Win. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in a state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Russell brought to you by Stable Duel. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. Best part is, now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sports. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, and win. We're also brought to you by IPVanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, and phones, even devices like your Fire Stick where you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. 
IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting 9 months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com SGP. All right, coming off of the break, let's dive into this Tuesday night schedule in the NBA. Let's kick it off here. Uh, first game on the board, we have the Phoenix Suns, who are going to head to Philadelphia to take on the Sixers. The Phoenix will be on a back-to-back situation as they are playing tonight uh, in the NBA. They'll play uh, the Chicago Bulls. Currently seeing this line posted as Sixers, minus two over on win bet with a total of 216 and a half. Check the injury report if there is one posted for the Sixers. Let me scroll all the way down here. Um, let's see. I uh, don't see anything yet. Actually, I do. I'm sorry. So uh, Matisse Thybul is questionable for the Philadelphia 76ers. Shake Milton continues to be out for the Sixers. Um, and obviously, Phoenix, like I mentioned, does play tonight. But let's start with the spread here. Zach, minus two for the Sixers hosting the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, when you first sent me this, I think the this had actually the Suns favored in Philly, and I okay. think you know, so so it uh, maybe a little early move to the Sixers. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Suns here, and this is maybe a typical spot. I'd like to be on the home team. Mm-hmm. Um, these these are two, you know, in my mind, basically ten teams right now in the NBA. But I look at Phoenix as a little bit stronger, especially on the defensive end. Um, yeah. And to me, they just are a team that, like, I don't really want to get in front of at a short number like this, especially as an underdog. To me, they are the be- the best team in the NBA. Philadelphia, um, you know, it like even that game against the Bulls yesterday, like it, it can take kind of a Herculean Joel effort for them mm-hmm. to um, kind of play to that level. And I think that DeAndre Ayton is going to be a good matchup for Joel inside. We've seen him defend well against the elite centers across the league. Um, and and the rest of this Philly defense without, without Matisse Tybel, I think uh, the Phoenix Suns will be able to carve it up as we saw DeMar Rosen do yesterday. So um, I think it, you're going to obviously want to make sure you stick to this injury report uh, with yep. the Suns being on the second leg of the back-to-back mm-hmm. um, and as well going into the deadline. I mean, you're going to see a lot of guys precautionarily held out if they're being discussed, you know, that type of thing. But I'm going to go with the Suns plus two here. Um just I think they're, you know, the better team and catching points on the road here where Philly hasn't been phenomenal this year, uh, sitting at 14 and 11 at home, um, only been in this home dog or, or, you know, at home this year, 10 and 15 against the spread. Um, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to ride with Phoenix here. Yeah, like you just mentioned, Zach, that they are 10 and 15 against the spread at home this season, 7 and 11 as home favorites so far this season as well. And, um, yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth there that if Matisse Stiebel is not able to go in this game, currently does have a questionable tag, 
Um, you know, it's going to be very difficult to stop this backcourt of the Phoenix Suns with Devin Booker and obviously Chris Paul. Um, and again, the matchup inside, I think DeAndre Aiden, um, you know, can present a challenge to Joel Embiid. And, you know, like you mentioned that they, they needed a 40 point effort from Chicago the other night to get a victory. They did win that game by 11. I don't think Zach Levine played in that game. Um, yeah, no, no Levine, no Lonzo, no Caruso. So, and, and and it was, it was a close game right to the end. Yeah, hundred percent. And so, you know, I know Phoenix is going to be on that back-to-back three and four against the spread on back-to-back situations. Not much there for them, but um, yeah, Phoenix, I think that, you know, they should go into Philadelphia and, 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 try to, or will pull out the victory there because I agree with you on that plus two. And I was also going to be on the money line in this game as well. Yeah. I, I'll just jump in. I mean, yeah. in, in, in Phoenix's last game against the wizards, they held a, uh, you know, Thomas Bryant to two of six um, Montrez Harrell, who's typically super efficient to five of 12 mm-hmm. and Daniel Gaffer to one of four. And then, you know, so kind of their interior defense with Aiton right now is looking really strong as, as well as obviously their, their big wings and the ability to hopefully, Obviously, you can't stop Embiid right now, but slow him down and make the offense come from other places. I think that is a favorable matchup for Phoenix. Yeah, especially even at, even at that backup center position, even if uh, Aiden's off the floor and you have JaVale McGee coming in, and that's a guy that can – he has the length and he has some a pretty good rim protection and, you know, the ability to yeah. block shots as well. So um, they are pretty stacked up uh, in their front court, at least trying to defend or slow down uh, Joel Embiid like we mentioned. Um, I am leaning towards the under in this game just because of the reasons that we just said. I'm not sure if Philly will be able to put up as many points in this game, especially being in a back-to-back situation. I am leaning towards the under uh, 216 and a half right now. Thoughts, any thoughts on the total there, um, Zach? Yeah, I would lean under. I think maybe even a Philly team total under maybe yeah. would be a, a good play. Uh, I, I think I think the Suns have a decent chance to kind of get off in this game. Uh, I do I do like them um, to get this win. So I, I would lean under, okay. um, but, you know, kind of focusing more on that Suns defensive advantage. Yeah, 100%. All right, let's move over to the next game, Zach. We have the Boston Celtics headed into Brooklyn to take on the Nets. Currently seeing a line of the Boston Celtics favored by seven points in this game. Uh, total of 216 and a half as well in this game. Obviously no Kyrie Irving because it is a home game for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, James Harden is currently going to be questionable in this game. Um for the Brooklyn Nets, LaMarcus Aldridge has already been ruled out. Um, who else is there? Nick Claxton, I'm seeing also questionable with left hamstring tightness for the Brooklyn Nets for the Boston Celtics. Everybody's healthy. They've been playing for some pretty good basketball as well, Zach. And then Boston, you know, for all the anti Boston Celtics that has been or rants or fades that have been on the Boston Celtics this season on the NBA gambling podcast, in particular with Terrell, um, they've uh, wheeled off five games in a row here. They've won seven out of their last eight games, uh, taking care of business against some, you know, lowly opponents, but now they go into Brooklyn as a seven-point road favorite. Uh, what are you thinking here, Zach, for this game? Yeah, I think uh, Boston right now is kind of underrated. Uh, it, it maybe maybe not in the market because this is a nice size, nice size road favorite for them. But yeah. in terms of like the national discourse, I mean, this defense right now is diabolically good. The last 10 games, defensive rating under 100, um, over seven points better than the second-best defense in the league. Held seven of eight opponents under 97 points, and they're just kind of flexing their muscle defensively right now. I think, you know, early in the year, a lot of struggles, a lot of chemistry concerns. They're kind of starting to figure it out a little bit. I, I look at this game, I look at the total. I think I would definitely like this game to go under. Um, kind of a dead shot under to me. Yep. Whether or not Harden goes, the Nets, like, their their personnel is very defensively or defensively oriented. Um 
around this team. They kind of encountered a bunch of malaise, obviously, on that West Coast road trip. Um, I think they come back home and, like, what's the first thing you focus on when you need to break out a win streak? It's your effort on the defensive end. I think this, to me, looks like a game that sticks under 100 points for both teams. So I like this under at 216.5. Um, on the spread, I mean, I think I would probably lean towards the Nets here. Yeah. Um, but I think it's hanging at seven. It's kind of a, a uh, kind of a split as at this point of whether or not Harden goes. I think if he does go, this gets closer to four, and if he doesn't, it gets closer to ten. Um, but I'm definitely focused on this total here. I definitely want to go under. Yeah, Brooklyn just has not been a great home team uh, against the spread this season. I mean, five nineteen and one against the spread. Uh, at home. I mean, that is just abysmal, the worst in the entire league. Um, but Boston, you know, they've been respectable at, at, on the road, 14, 12, and one, but um, eight and four as a uh, road favorite as well. And yeah, I, I think that for the side, the best bet is right now, no pun intended, is probably wait till we find out about the James Harden news, right? Because again, this line is going to move maybe a couple points more. I don't know if it's accounting for James Harden being out. I think it is at seven. Um, but if I, if you ha- if I had to force lean here, I would probably go with Brooklyn plus seven as well. hundred percent agree with you about the uh, under in this game. Like you talked about the Boston Celtics defensive rating, 95.9 number one in the entire league over the last five games. Uh, the net rating is also Insane. number one yeah, in the entire league as well. So they seems like they've kind of figured something out here uh, in Boston. I know they haven't, play the greatest of competition, but they're at least they're taking care of business right now against teams where they need to, right? They, they have two impressive victories there against Miami and Charlotte. I mean, Charlotte's been respectable this season as well. Uh, but now it, I think we'll really find out about how good this Boston team is as they have Brooklyn tomorrow night, uh, Denver, Atlanta, Philly. So we'll find out uh, how good this team is uh, as they kind of get into the all-star break. Anything else for this game, uh, Zach, before we get to the next one? Uh, no, I mean, I think, like you said, is right. I mean, uh, obviously, it depends on when you're listening to this. I don't think you want to be holding a Boston minus seven ticket and then see James Harden gets ruled in yeah. and you're like losing, you know, two and a half points to the closing line or whatever. Yeah. I think at that point, you know, you might as well wait. And then, you know, I think there obviously is blowout territory here. If James Harden doesn't play, you're going to be looking at Patty Mills and, you know, a bunch of, uh, you know, replacement level, uh, you know, defensive talent for Brooklyn, which is why I, yeah, I do like this under. Yeah. Uh, try to slow the pace, muck the game up, and Boston's happy to play that style as well. So yeah. focus on the total early and then wait till James Harden. I'm guessing that's not going to be until game time or close to it when he yeah. go, if he, if he does get ruled out. Yeah, 100%, man. I agree with that. So uh, definitely for this game, guys, wait for the injury report, the James Harden news. Um, not Don't want to lay seven on the road with Boston, but you probably don't want to take the plus seven without Harden either at home. So probably a complete stay away for this game. Uh, but again, we agree yeah. both. Uh, on the under in this game. Uh, let's get over to the next game, Zach. We have the Indiana Pacers headed into Atlanta to take on the Hawks, where the Hawks are a six-and-a-half-point home favorite here, currently seeing a total of 229. Uh, checking the injury report for both of these squads, John Collins is probable for the Atlanta Hawks. Um, let's see, Danilo Gallinari questionable. Jalen Johnson is out. Lou Williams is doubtful. For the Indiana Pacers, Malcolm Brogdon is questionable. Isaiah Jackson, questionable. Uh, Miles Turner continues to be out for the Indiana Pacers. Um, let's start with the side here, Zach. Six and a half point home favorite for the Atlanta Hawks hosting the Pacers. Yeah, I'm, I'm all over the Hawks here. I, I did not catch that Malcolm Brogdon tag, so hopefully he does come back. I ha- haven't seen him in a while, obviously. He's yeah. struggled with injuries so much in his career. But this Pacers team, I mean, they just, first of all, 
you never know what's going to happen with them at the trade deadline. And I think you could see potentially some guys not playing in this game. But Atlanta, to me, they're a team that's been playing really well, kind of back to the estimation that I held them in coming into the year, uh, that they go to Dallas, compete until the final buzzer. I mean, that, you know, Dallas pulled away late in that game, but Atlanta was right there, you know, down by four with, you know, four minutes left. Uh, I think that that was a fine performance for them. They come back to their own crib, and I think they're a really good team in the Eastern Conference right now, and Indiana is just not. I mean, if you do get Brogdon back, it's a nice piece, but you basically had Sabonis and then um, not much else around him. Right. You know, Dwayne, Dwayne Washington plays 31 minutes, and, you know, in that game against Cleveland, they did start off that game hot, uh, winning the first quarter by 15, ended up losing the game by 13. Uh, mm-hmm. The rest of the way, they didn't really have it. Um, and... So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just think this line's a little bit, honestly, a little bit sketchily short to, to, to me. I don't know if you if you agree, but I'm all over Atlanta laying the six and a half um, and think that this can be a total uh, outclassing of an Indiana team that I think can start to get more excited about their future, but that spells a lot of L's for them down the stretch of this regular season. Yeah, these two teams did match up earlier this year where Atlanta went into Indiana and won the game 114-111, and that was a game – where their five starters in that game for the Pacers was Sabonis, Miles Turner, Malcolm Brogdon, Karis LeVert, and Chris Duarte. <laughs> now you're missing pretty much entire, uh, the at least three out of the five starters here, right? No more LeVert. Malcolm Brogdon is questionable. Miles Turner is out. So that's three guys right there. Sabonis should be playing. And then, you know, like you mentioned, the guy like Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Washington Jr. Is have to step in, maybe a Jeremy Lamb. Um, so, yeah, that depth is not there right now. This is, a, a I think, a get-right game for the Atlanta Hawks. Um, and in that game, I'm trying to see what the line was. Yeah, the Pacers were favored by two. So I think you're correct, Zach, that this line does seem a little short uh, for the Atlanta Hawks. Um, so, I yeah, I do like the Atlanta Hawks here at home, minus six and a half as well. Do love the Atlanta Hawks team total to go over in this game. I mean, this defense right now okay. for the Indiana Pacers – just not playing well. That number's not out yet, but I would anticipate to be around probably close to one. I, I, I would assume it probably in that 120 range. Um, well, let's see. Let me, let me do the math here real quick. Yeah, around 119, 120 uh, for the Atlanta Hawks. But this Indiana Pacers defense over the last five games has is all the way down to, let's see, number 26 in the entire league, a net rating of minus 8.4. So uh, give me the Hawks as well, minus 6.5 in and the Atlanta Hawks team total to get over um, the number, which will be posted tomorrow. Uh, anything else for this game, Zach, before we get to the next one? Uh, no, I, I just want to say, I mean, this does feel like the kind of game where Trey can kind of do whatever he wants. Maybe look at mm-hmm. some Trey, Trey double-double. I mean, you saw Rajon Rondo go for 15 and 15 points, 12 assists, five boards against his Pacers team. Um, so you have Trey, you know, even much better than that. Uh, Jared Allen as well went for 15 and 17, missed seven shots, uh, which is kind of uncharacteristic for him. So maybe I, I, I just think it's going to be a big game for Atlanta to come back home and get right. Um after they've been playing really well and nothing to be discouraged about that Dallas game. Um, so I, I love Atlanta here. Yeah, I agree 100%. Just, Let's just, get, just, move, just huh? move to seven as we speak, by the yeah, way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I just saw it move to seven as well. Uh, let's get over to the next game for uh, the Tuesday night schedule. We have my Houston Rockets headed down to New Orleans to take on the Pelicans, where the Pelicans are an eight-point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 228. These two teams just matched up on Sunday night where the uh, Pelicans absolutely blew out the Houston Rockets in that game. They won that game 120-107 as a six-and-a-half-point 
road favorite. They got over the total by half a point. Uh, Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram in that game, absolutely fantastic for the uh, uh, Pelicans. But this is kind of that set of that home and home situation for these two teams that are playing in that back to back situation. Let's start with the uh, injury report for these two squads. Uh, for the Rockets, uh, Eric Gordon is the one that the news came down today that has a quote-unquote left heel soreness. I know um, I've been following the Rockets trade rumors uh, very closely. I, I would be very surprised if Eric Gordon is still in the on this team come trade deadline because I think this is a guy that teams like the Phoenix Suns or, or other teams off the bench that need some scoring can very, very utilize uh, the services of Eric Gordon. So uh, keep that in mind as well. For the Pelicans, um, injury report, um, pretty clean. I mean, it's going to be the same guys that played on Sunday for them against the Rockets. So let's start with the side here, Zach. Eight-point favorites hosting the Rockets uh, for the Pelicans. Man, what are you thinking? Uh, I it kind of just like a little bit of a big number. Uh, you know, Pelicans did end up winning that game by 13 in Houston. I think that was on, yeah, on Sunday, Sunday. yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, you know, they, they were down five at half, come out, win that third quarter big time um, in Houston. The Pelicans are a team that I have, you know, been been backing a lot this year. Um, but this d- does feel like kind of a big number, doesn't it? Yeah, eight point. I mean, even for this Rockets team, like, let me see what their splits are for the road. I mean, it's not going to be anything exciting, but I mean, yeah, I will say Pel- Pel- uh, Pelicans. I know you like this four uh, one and one against the spread as a home favorite this year. Yeah, um, I mean, they are a team that look they they've quietly kind of got themselves right back in that play in picture. Um, I think they're in the ten spot right now. Um, a team that is looking to upgrade, not downgrade, at the deadline. Very involved in the CJ McCollum rumors, um, and this is kind of the kind of game that you really want to protect home. I mean, on principle, I think I have a tough time leaning or laying the eight with a team that I don't have like the utmost respect for. Like, I think they're a below average team for sure, despite how much I have hyped them up this year. Yeah. Um, the, the, eight, the, the eight points does feel like a lot, but I'm also not sure I want to get involved with Houston either. Yeah, eight, eight does feel like a lot for the Pelicans. And, you know, for this Rockets team, I mean, the inconsistencies, it, it's been a roller coaster all season long with this yep. team, right? And we just don't know what you're going to get out of them. You know, you're going to have a night where they come out and drop 120 points on you, and then you're going to have nights where they are flat and, and give only score 107. There's a lot of scoring power on this team, but um, I, I'm curious to see what the Rockets' record and the, the spread number is Um without Eric Gordon, because he's really been vital in that starting lineup yep. for the yep. Houston Rockets. And um, I certainly will not want to lay the eight points here with the Pelicans. I would lean towards the Rockets here. Definitely going to take the over in this game again as well. I think the Rockets should have a better yeah. shooting night um, than they did. They only put up 107 in that game against the uh, Pelicans. But, um, you know, expect Brandon Ingram to do Brandon Ingram things again. Uh, you know, I don't think there's anybody that can really stop um, – on the Rockets side of the basketball, I mean, or defensively, there's not a matchup there for uh, the Rockets that they can put a guy on a guy like Brandon Ingram. So I expect him to have a big game here again as well. So uh, I'll take Rockets plus eight and also lean towards the over in this game as well. So any thoughts on the total? Uh, no, I, tr- I trust you on that over. I mean, I, I do. I think I, I kind of have stuck in the back of my head that Rockets road trip where they went to like the Kings twice and the, they played, they beat the jazz and they like almost beat the warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was like a, couple, a, couple, like a week and a half ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, they're a team that they have no like average level, right? They're either yeah. like punching above the weight and they're like a sneaky tough team or they're like in a complete malaise. And it's like Steven Silas is like a couple more bad losses away from getting fired. So very difficult team to kind of pin down. I mean, 
look, if I, I know, I know Terrell likes to take shots like these. I think, you know, maybe just taking the Rockets money line here. If you, if you're, if that's the kind of thing that like you're interested in, yeah. um, cause they're such a, it could be such a high variance team and then the Pelicans can be as well. Yeah, plus 240 right now on the Rockets money line uh, to go into the Big Easy and, and try to pull out this upset victory. But uh, yeah, I think for, at least for these two teams, it's either over or pass. But on the total, you got to have big balls to take it under with this atrocious Rockets defense. And, you know, we've seen Pelicans have struggled on the defensive end as well. Yeah. Um, anything else for this game before we move on to the next one, Zach? No, uh, you're going to be a fun one to watch. No, no joke, though. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, let's get over to the next game of the night. We have the LA Clippers headed to Memphis to take on the Grizzlies where the Grizzlies are a seven point uh, home favorite in this game. Currently seeing a total of two twenty nine in this matchup. Uh, let me check the injury report for this team, for the uh, Clippers. Everybody is a go. Uh, obviously the two superstars are not going to be playing, but role players are all good to go as well. For the Memphis Grizzlies, we have Dylan Brooks, who continues to be out. I think he will be out at least through the all-star break for the uh, Grizzlies, Dylan uh, Dylan Brooks. Um, and everybody else is a go as well. So let's start with the side here, uh, Zach. Minus seven for the Grizzlies hosting the Clippers. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to think too much about this. I'm going to have a fire on the Grizzlies here. Um, you know, they've been a team that I, I feel like can – can handle a team of the Clippers caliber and they've, they've proven so all year. Uh, I was really impressed on, I think it was Saturday, kind of a sleepy day. They just went out and pummeled the magic and brought that like intensity that they bring every single game is so impressive. That's why they're a fun team to back because you know, you're going to get their best effort um, every single night. I think they are the best against the spread team in the league this year. Yep. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they are right. uh, 36 and 19 against the spread. And that's just a credit to Taylor Jenkins and his staff. Um, you know, how, how ready he keeps this team. They've beaten the Clippers uh, by 12 and six already this season. Um, I, I like the matchup for them and, and 15 as well. Uh, yeah, they played third, the three uh, times. Fourth game already this season. Yeah. Fourth game already this season. Uh, clearly the matchup's good. And seven is kind of a short number. I mean, the Clippers are a team that's been inconsistent at times. I've, I've thought they're about to turn the corner. I think they are still really got, got to give a lot of credit to Ty Lue for his coaching job, but it's also a team that got blown out by, you know, t- 24 against the bucks at home last night yeah um and memphis is just going to bring it in this game and they're going to want to pummel like they do every single team so i will happily lay the seven with memphis here kind of similar to that atlanta pacer spot to me uh just a, a place where i want to smash the home favorite yeah and if you take a look at the three matchups earlier from this year um like you mentioned 6 12 and 15 uh, the Memphis Grizzlies in the, all three of those games have scored at least 120 points in all three of those matchups, 120, 120, and 123. So I expect them to, uh, you know, Karina carry that same momentum into this fourth matchup at home, hosting the Clippers here. So, you know, not afraid to lay the big number here with the Memphis Grizzlies. And like you mentioned, they are the best team against the spread so far this season. Um in the NBA, trying to pull up the updated number here, uh, 36 and 19 overall, 17 and 11 at home so far this season as well for the Memphis Grizzlies. So look for John Moran and company to take care of business. Um, also do like the Grizzlies uh, team total here. I mean, you know, if it's not broken, don't try to fix it, right? Like I mentioned, 120 points scored at minimum in all three of those games so far against the Clippers. So I think that's going to continue here uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies at home. Any thoughts on the total there, uh, Zach, before we get to the next game? Uh, no, I, I will say I think a Hawks, uh, a Hawks Grizzlies money line parlay is something I'd be at the bat definitely going to be uh, looking at tomorrow. 
Yeah, that's a good call, man. Uh, those kind of money yeah. line pieces parlays here. That's a good call there. Uh, let's get over to the next game, Zach. We have the your or your kind of Detroit Pistons headed to Texas to take on the Dallas Mavericks, where the Mavericks currently are a 12-point home favorite in this game, currently seeing a total of 215. Let's check the injury report in this game. Um, for the Detroit Pistons, Cade Cunningham is questionable. Josh Jackson continues to be out for the Detroit Pistons. Uh, that is pretty much it for the Dallas Mavericks. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. is out for this game. Left foot uh, surgery. Maxi Kleba is also out for this game. And KP, Christoph Porzingis is also out for this game. So it's going to be the Luka and Jalen Brunson show hosting the Detroit Pistons as a 12-point home favorite, Zach. Uh, I'll start with you, man. Uh, what are you thinking here for this uh, game between these two squads? Yeah, if, if Cade goes here, I kind of do like the Pistons in this game. Um, he has has missed three straight, been questionable for each one. So that's always, you know, kind of an interesting thing to follow. Does he ever get the go-ahead in terms of that game-time decision tag? Uh, you know, this is kind of a lot of points for Dallas at home. If, if Cade doesn't go, uh, the Pistons have kind of been wallowing a bit offensively without him. Uh, four straight losses here now, and I think uh, lost eight of ten. Um, and and it ha- haven't ha- obviously haven't haven't gotten it done on the road or even against teams of uh, the caliber of Dallas. I think they lost by about 15 in Minnesota uh, yesterday, and it's just a t- tough spot to go into Dallas, especially with like you know everyone's going to be talking Jeremy Grant all all week. It's like one of those like oh he's going to be here in the next two days. So if K does go, uh, probably stay away from me. Um, if he doesn't, I think I, I would definitely like uh, a piece of Dallas here, just kind of get that blowout at home. Yeah, Dallas, you know, they, they've got two impressive home victories so far. I'm uh, sorry, over the last two games here, over Philly and over Atlanta. Um, now you have Detroit coming in as a 12-point favorite here. And let's not forget, I mean, Oklahoma City came into Dallas a few nights ago as a 12-point underdog, and the Dallas Mavericks lost that game outright. And I think yep. we can agree that the Detroit Pistons are a better squad right now, um, at least from talent wise than the OKC Thunder. Um, so I think that you're right on here, man. I do like this plus 12 here. Do like the Mavericks to get the victory, but I don't think they can cover this big number um, against the Oklahoma, sorry, against the Detroit Pistons. Um, trying to see, I mean, yeah, they beat, they blew out Indiana and Portland, but I think this is a good spot for uh, Detroit. Uh, but I think that the caveat for us is that if Kate's able to go or not, right, Zach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I mean, ho- hopefully he is. It doesn't. It seems like he practiced and he's not too bad of an injury. But then he, then again, on the flip side, of that he's he has been held out of a few straight games. Yeah, I agree, one hundred percent. Any thoughts on the total here? I'm probably leaning towards the under two fifteen in this game. Yeah, I think I would go there as well. I mean, the Pistons' defense obviously not great. <laughs> not neither is their offense. Yeah. Um, but you know they are they are a team that. Uh, can be scored on that being said, Dallas hasn't reached that same explosive kind of dynamo offensive level yet. So yeah, probably lean to the under here, uh, but not much on the total. Yes, sir. Let's get over to the next game of the night. We have your New York Knicks headed into your other team, the Denver Nuggets uh, as a seven and a half point home favorite are the Denver Nuggets uh, currently seeing a total of two seventeen and a half. I know New York is playing in Utah tonight uh, against the Jazz, obviously. Um, 
So no injury report posted yet for them, but let me see if we have one for the Denver Nuggets. Um, the usual suspects are going to be out, obviously, Jamal Murray, MPJ. Uh, Austin Rivers does have a questionable tag to him with a right hip flexor tightness. Um, but I think, you know, we, we've this has kind of been a trend all season long or over the past couple of years as well, Zach, that you have teams that are playing in back-to-back situations that are in Utah, and then they go to Denver, the Mile High City, the next night, and kind of do struggle. So throwing that caveat out there or that kind of trend out there, but let's start with the side here, minus 7.5 for the Denver Nuggets hosting the New York Knicks. Yeah, you have that, uh, that obviously the vintage double mile high back to back. And you also have the element for the Knicks that they're probably going to be a team that's really active at the deadline. So maybe even more impacted depth. I think Kemba Walker is not playing tonight. So he will be back tomorrow. Potentially going to see Cam Reddish tonight uh, in the rotation. So that should be interesting. But to me, the Nuggets, I mean, at home, they're a team that I worry about falling asleep against like a team that's going to sneak up on them. Like, you know, you lose to the Pelicans outright at home the other night. Um, but against a team that they're going to get up for, you know, Brooklyn Nets came in and now the Knicks coming in with that pedigree. I think that I like, I like Denver here um, to kind of rise to the occasion, this matchup, I'll put, put it that way. Um, Does kind of feel like a slightly big number, um, but I still kind of do expect the, the Nuggets to get this done and watch out for maybe a second half type of angle with that fatigue settling in, 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 in mile high city. Um, so I'm going to go with Denver here um, as a team that, you know, continues to just plug along. And I think they're definitely a class above the Knicks and a Knicks team. That'll be on the second night of a back-to-back with roster questions swirling and, um, you know, no, no real answer to how, how quality this Nuggets team can be when they're humming on all cylinders. Yeah, I think this game is going to be a wait and see for me. Um, if the Knicks come out, uh, you know, playing well in the first half, I'll probably take the Denver Nuggets in the second half just because of the angle that we just discuss, discuss being on that back-to-back situation um, in the Mile High City, right, going from Utah to Denver. So, yeah, the number does seem a little inflated. I mean, this this, yeah. this spread is essentially saying that the Knicks – so right now the Denver Nuggets are a half a point better than the Utah Jazz right now because the spread tonight is seven for the Utah Jazz. I know they don't have – No Rudy, though. Yeah, no Rudy, no Rudy. though. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to wait and see in the second half for this matchup. And if they yeah, have some tired sense. legs um, or if they're up at the half, you we'll probably see some tired legs for the New York Knicks because we know Thibodeau – I think you can attest to this as well, Zach, that he likes playing his starters some heavy minutes um, – you know, he doesn't like playing the young guys. So we'll probably yeah, and we, and we also, we, we just saw that, that exact game script in LA in that mm-hmm. game where the Knicks were up, what, like 21 in that primetime Saturday night game. Yeah. And they lose the third quarter to the Lakers by like 20 points and it becomes a game. Yeah. Um, and the Nuggets are also a team that has struggled, has been kind of up and down in game. So I think this definitely could be a good game to attack with, uh, you know, your live bets, your second half bets, that type of, that type of thing. Yeah, 100%, man. Uh, Let's get over to the next game, Zach. Probably the game of the night. We have the Milwaukee Bucks headed into Tinseltown to take on the Lakers, where the Milwaukee Bucks are a a three-and-a-half-point road favorite here in L.A., currently seeing a total of 230-and-a-half. Let's check the injury report for this game. Um, For the Los Angeles Lakers, we saw the return of LeBron James on Saturday night. Um, as he came back from the knee soreness or the knee issue that he was dealing with, looked uh, he looked really good in that game, along with Anthony uh, Davis, who also has been uh, looking really, really good for this team since he returned from the injury as well. Um, but those, those those guys, I expect them to go. Carmelo Anthony is going to be out for this game with a right hamstring strain. Uh, Dwight Howard is questionable as well. For the Milwaukee Bucks, the only question or sorry, the 
uh, a name popping up on the injury report is Grayson Allen, who is probable with a right hip soreness. But looks like the stars are going to be shining in L.A. tomorrow night, Zach. Um, let's start with the side here. Minus three and a half for the Bucks as a road favorite in L.A. Yeah, I want to I want to say the Bucks here pretty badly. Uh, I think that okay. you know they're a team that when they when they've had the the big three healthy um, have been right there with you know your 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 tier one type of teams and, and the Lakers just haven't shown a level of consistency that I think they could rise to that level. I, like it's something for to, to me, I have some sort of like block that I still somehow believe that they're going to be in the playoffs like a title contender, but during a regular season, I don't respect them. <laughs> like with the, with the, with <laughs> I think it should be the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think to me, Milwaukee, you know, you go in, you start your LA trip, you blow out the Clippers, and yeah. what better way to kind of keep that going than coming in and making a statement against the Lakers, uh, a superior team for sure. Um, and I, I don't know how the Lakers defensively are going to have any type of answer for the, this big three as long as there's some shooting to go along with it. You obviously have the Russell Westbrook, you know, is he playing, is he not, late in games. That will be interesting to kind of continue to follow. But the Bucks, to me, I mean, they are so – they're locked in right now. Um, yeah. You know, you you blow that game to Denver, but otherwise, you know, the four of the last five been really quality performances. Starting off this road trip, blow out Portland, blow out the Clippers, one thirty seven in both. Um, so I would be definitely looking at a Bucks team total here potentially, and um, yeah, Bucks minus three and a half all day. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to this game. I want to see how the uh, Lakers look against a a top tier team in the NBA with their top two guys back. And looking healthy, right? And um, and I, it's a kind of a wait-and-see approach for me as well uh, for the Lakers. And I'm agreeing with the side of the Bucks here. Um, I think that, you know, the public may be on the Lakers seeing that, hey, Anthony Davis is back, LeBron James is back, and you're getting plus the points at home. Um, and I think the public's going to be all over that. So I'll, I'll take the Bucks as well here, minus three and a half. I think we do see a lot of points being scored in this game. Um, you know, I think the Lakers all season long have been a team where they've been playing with pace. Um, and currently right now, they've kind of dipped a little bit over the last five games down to number 13. Milwaukee is top 10 in pace as well at, at right at number 10 tied with Atlanta. Offensive efficiency-wise, over the last um, five games, Milwaukee Bucks are number two in the entire league. And I quickly want to see, and if I filter this down to over the last three games for the L.A. Lakers, where they are offensively, um, they are number 20. But I don't think we can put much stock into that now that LeBron James is back on the floor for them. But uh, as far as the side, I do agree minus three and a half with the Bucks. Uh, any thoughts on the total, uh, Zach? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go over here. I, I, I see this being like a, you know, 125, 110 bucks. I'll make that the score. Okay, so I'm going to put that in as an exact uh, <laughs> as an exact uh, score bet, and if it cashes, I'm going to fly out to New York and uh, we'll have a we'll have a good time or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else for this game? As for maybe player, but you think Giannis has a big game here, Zach? Uh, for the yeah, Bucks? I do. I, I I mean, I curious to see the Giannis AD matchup. Maybe that you know finals matchup preview that we that we may see this year. Uh, <laughs> stop it! Stop it, bro. <laughs> um, so that'll be that'll be interesting. But yeah, I mean, I, I think Milwaukee to me they're a team that i just love seeing them at full strength and kind of i want them to start rounding into form of the team that they're supposed to be in the playoffs and that hopefully they will be in the east playoffs to um you know potentially make another run at the finals yeah i agree man this this i think we're kind of underrating the bucks right now especially when you have our, our guys finally healthy um this buck squad is looking good as well um let's get over to one of the two final games of the night we have the minnesota timberwolves 
headed to California to take on the Sacramento Kings, where the uh, sorry the Minnesota Timberwolves are a five-point road favorite here in Sacramento, currently seeing a total of 233 in this game. Let's check the injury report for both of these squads. Uh, a lot of questionable tags for the Minnesota yep. Timberwolves. So let's uh, I'll just quickly go down the list because everybody's questionable. It's uh, Pat Beverly, Josh Okogi, uh, Terion Prince, Nas Reed, and uh, D'Lo, uh, D'Angelo Russell, all questionable for the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. For the Sacramento Kings, um, I believe, are they playing tonight? No, they're not. Um, no. But they have not submitted an injury report yet. Uh, so let's start with the side here, Zach. Let's go minus five for the uh, Timberwolves going into Sacramento to take on the Kings. Yeah, Timberwolves uh, coming off a back-to-back against the Pistons. It's definitely a nice spot to get right. Um, now you go on the road to Sacramento laying five. I mean, they have, they've gotten a good amount of respect in the market recently, and rightfully so. I mean, this offense has been incredible. Number one offense in the league over the last 10 games with a defense just as bad. Uh, you're looking at a bottom five defense here. Um, so to me, this is not the type of spot I want to get involved in Minnesota. Now, I think Sacramento is the type of team that, like, you know, another team that's like, guys, what's their focus level going to be? They did get that win against OKC at home the other night. Not much to write home about, but a team that hopefully we can trust a little bit. Uh, Fox has been questioned. We talked about this in the Slack channel today, um, been in and out. But with Hallie and Mitchell, and hopefully, you know, if you still have Harrison Barnes in town tomorrow, I think I will take the Kings with the five points. And given how high this total is, uh, maybe even look at the money line. Um, and the ability for Minnesota to really get off offensively, but Sacramento as well. So I think yeah. you're going to see a high-scoring game here um, with both teams pouring it on. But obviously the injury report is going to play a key role. Um, Patrick Beverly, you know, that's the kind of guy that is a linchpin of Minnesota's defense. And then, and then yeah. D'Angelo Russell, how important he is offensively. So um, as, as at this moment, I will definitely uh, take the Kings money line with the, with the over. Uh, I, I think, you know, Minnesota is the type of team that I do respect, but not as a five-point favorite on the road. Yeah, this is uh, the second matchup of the season. So, uh, I mean, they are in this back-to-back situation. So they play each other in back-to-back nights here. And I'm curious to see if it's both are in Sacramento or is it? Yeah, so both games over the next two nights are going to be in Sacramento um, between these two squads. And they did match up earlier this season. Um, but that was very early on in November where the Minnesota Timberwolves did get the victory at home as a two and a half point home favorite, one Oh seven ninety seven, but I'm not sure we could put too much stock into that. Um, you know, so I, I think that for me, I'll start with the, <sighs> mm, I'll lay the points. You, uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's very difficult because of the trade deadline. Right. And we've heard a lot of yeah. names being in rumors, especially guys on the Sacramento Kings. Um, I'll, I'll start with the, I'll, I'll lay the points here with the Minnesota Timberwolves, um, for this game. And then I'll probably come back with the Sacramento Kings. And I think it's going to be in that situation where we've talked about going all the way back to last season, Zach, is that when do we have these two teams kind of matching up on back-to-back situations, um, that we sometimes want to take the team that didn't cover, didn't win the game, that second game. Um, so, but for me, starters, at least I'll go with the Minnesota Timberwolves to start the night or start the first game of this back-to-back situation. And I agree with you 100% about this over, uh, in this game, we'll just see a, a, a fast paced game, uh, between these two squads. Um, and I quickly want to see where these two teams are as pace wise right now, Minnesota, number three in the entire league, as far as pace over the last five games 
and the Sacramento Kings are at number 18. Um, but we know with the young guys they have, they can get up and down the court. So I will stay with the uh, Kings and the over as well in this game, or at least agree with the over in this game. Um, anything else for this game, Zach, before we get to the last game of the night? Uh, no, let's, let's move on. Uh, this seems like your type of game that you would be into here for the last game of the night, Zach. We have the <laughs> Orlando Magic headed into Portland to take on the Blazers, where the Blazers are a three-and-a-half-point home favorite here. Currently seeing a total of 223-and-a-half in this game. Uh, let's quickly check the injury report. Everybody uh, that has been playing for the Orlando Magic is a go. The usual suspects are out. Portland has not submitted an injury report yet. Um, obviously with the trades coming through and things like that for this squad. But um, let's start with the side here, Zach, minus three and a half for the Portland Trailblazers hosting the Orlando Magic. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Magic here. Um, yeah. You know, they, they've been with, with their full squad healthy and with this kind of starting lineup with uh, Wendell Carter playing really well, Cole Anthony, Franz, um, they have been somewhat solid. And, you know, coming in four and six in their last 10, they're a better team by the advanced metrics than Portland right now, you know, judging by by recency. Um, and to me, Portland is a team that is in a little bit of a free fall situation right now. You just got rid of Norm and, and Covington. Eric Bledsoe is not reporting um, to, or, or doesn't seem like he's going to play before the deadline. Yeah. So this is kind of a depleted team. Like it's Ant, CJ, and Nurk. Um, obviously got stuffed by the Bucks in their in their last game out. Um, and I just I want nothing to do with this Portland team. I mean, laying points at home. If, if you if you if you if you told me that the Magic went in and won this game by by ten points, I wouldn't be surprised at all. So I'm gonna go with the Magic uh, plus three and a half as a team that is just a little bit more solid than Portland right now. Less names in the in the sort of trade rumor as well. You know, CJ McCollum's a name to watch. Um, and this is this is the last game of the night. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Magic and uh, sneak peek of my, my dog most likely. Yeah, I agree with everything that you just said, right? Depleted squad, especially after the Portland Trailblazers, um, you know, traded away Norman Powell and Rocco. Uh, now you, and like you talked about, Eric Bledsoe, not going to be one to uh, report to this team. Um, and Orlando Magic just has more continuity, right? With Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, um, you know, that they're, they're wing guys, Gary Harris Jr., um, Mo Bamba inside, Wendell Carter Jr. So I think, especially those two guys, that front court, I think should have a big game against this uh lack of interior defense for the Portland Trailblazers. So definitely look out for some player props or rebounding props for those guys uh, in this game against the Portland Trailblazers because defensively against that center position, um, they only have Nurk in there. There's nobody else. So I expect those two guys to have a big game um, in this uh, in this game um, between these two squads. Uh, so I'll be taking the plus three and a half as well with you, Zach. I love this as a dog as well. Um, any thoughts on the total here? 223 and a half. Uh, nah, I mean, I guess, I guess I would, uh, lean over, but not, not really. Yeah. I'd probably take the magic team total in this game. Um, just don't trust Portland defensively, especially with a lot of young guys out there. Um, and I think that again, they should see easy baskets around the, uh, around the rim, uh, between Wendell Carter jr. And Mo Bamba in this game, that is the last night or last game of the night on this Tuesday night schedule. Let's take a quick break here. We'll come back. We'll uh, wrap it up with our lock and our dog, and we'll get some final thoughts um, for the NBA. And I will put Zach on the spot a little bit. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy 
is a daily fantasy sport and esport app for player props. With Thrive Fantasy, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 of the 20 available player props to build your lineup for the Bengals versus the Rams. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both over and under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive Fantasy has a 100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game that is a $25 to enter and first place that takes home $20,000. Use promo code SGP when you sign up and receive a 100% instant deposit match on your first deposit of up to $100. That's promo code SGP when you sign up today and you will receive a 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. Deposit $10 or more and receive the deposit match plus two free 100,000 contrast entries. Download the Thrive Fantasy app on the App Store and Google Play Store or by visiting their website www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Roster brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The only thing that's more exciting than watching the NFL playoffs is prop swapping the NFL playoffs. January was PropSwap's biggest month ever, as bettors from across the country cashed in on their Super Bowl futures. Like Jamie from New York, who sold a $100 25-to-1 Bengals Super Bowl ticket for $1,000. The buyer got great odds and Jamie made 10 times his money. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales, and a red hot tickets for sale. A loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. The fantasy season may be over, but action is still coming in on the Better Fantasy app. Download their free-to-play app today to bet on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise money along the way for charity. It's totally free to play. You'll earn better credits by completing challenges and using them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 U.S. states. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. And last but certainly not least, at the SGPN app is offering a 100,000 Super Bowl prop contest. Go 10-0 with the Super Bowl props and win $100,000 only exclusively on the SGPN app. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you access to all of our free picks and podcasts like this one. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break here, let's get into our picks for the night. Uh, just a, a um, disclaimer, I guess we can say that we are recording Monday night, so make sure to check the injury reports before you place your bets, guys. Uh, a lot of these injury reports will be confirmed tomorrow afternoon, or sorry, Tuesday afternoon uh, for these games. So, uh, you know, we are going to obviously give out a lock and dog and make sure to check the injury report. So, Zach, 
I will kick it to you first, my man. Uh, lock and dog for the night on this uh, Tuesday night schedule, brother. Yeah, so uh, for my lock, I, I'll tell you I'm between the Hawks and the Bucks. Um, I'm going to go with the Hawks. Okay. Um, but I really do like that Bucks play as well. And for my dog, I will, uh, you know, letting you guys really behind the scenes here. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with, I'm between the Kings and the Magic. I'll go with the Magic plus 140. Yeah. Uh, you're going, oh, you said the uh, Magic. Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So for Zach, it is going to be the Hawks minus the seven against the Indiana Pacers as his lock. And then the dog plus three and a half, as well as plus 140 on the money line for the Orlando Magic. Love those picks, Zach. Uh, for my lock, let's see here. Um, Hmm. I like my, I'll say that for a dog. It'll be a small dog for my lock. Let's go with the, I like the bucks. I'll take the bucks minus a three and a half against the LA Lakers. Uh, it should, I think it's going to be on TNT, but nonetheless, the game of the night, Milwaukee bucks minus a three and a half against the LA Lakers. Don't think they'll have an answer for Giannis. And expect um, the Bucks to. I think their depth is really going to be the difference in this game. I mean, last night I was watching that Clippers game. Uh, Pat Compton was absolutely on fire in that second half, and they were shooting the three ball well. So I think uh, give me the Bucks uh, in this game as my lock for my dog. Um, let's go. I'll go with the Phoenix Suns, man. Let's go. It's a small dog, but let's go. Phoenix Suns plus the two, plus one fifteen. Going up against the Philadelphia 76ers in a back-to-back situation. Uh, they are currently playing right now against the Chicago Bulls. So uh, if that turns into a blowout, exp- oh, I just saw Devin Brooker go down holding his groin, uh, but he's going to be fine. <laughs> uh, Phoenix plus the two, plus 115 on the money line. Uh, hosts are going into Philadelphia to take on the Sixers as my dog. Um, Zach, it is Super Bowl week. And as we kind of wrap up the show here, um, I need to get your prediction, my man, for the Super Bowl. Bengals versus the Rams on Sunday for the Lombardi Trophy, my man. Who are you going with, and what is your final score prediction? Well, I, I know you know I'm a Jared Goff, my favorite player. Um, so <laughs> I still, I still have a lot of attachment to the Rams, and um, you know, I, I, I so I love Sean McVay. And, you know, I was rooting for them really hard the past few years. So I still kind of have a little tad of allegiance to the Rams. So I'm going to go with the Rams 26-21. All right. Like, ooh, right under the total. Look at this guy sharp. <laughs> oh, he's right <laughs> on the spread, too. It's minus what? Minus four, minus four and a half okay. on the spread right now. We're seeing a total of 48 and a half. So Zach is going with the Rams and the uh, – sorry, the Rams and the under in this game. So, yeah, I think this might be McVay's year. I think that, you know, quote-unquote, they are at home. Um, that defense is going to have to step up in this game. I think they have a good chance to do that against this Bengals offensive line. Um, so, yeah, there's Zach's prediction for the Super Bowl. Two orders of business before we wrap up the show here, guys. Um, we mentioned this on the NBA Gambling Podcast for the Monday show. Uh, Super Bowl – or, sorry, Super Bowl, yeah, prop contest – happening on the SGP and act exclusively. If you go 10 and 0, the bosses are feeling very generous. They're giving away $100,000. So make sure to download the app. It's only available on the app. Go to your Google play store, go to the app store. If you don't have the uh, app right now, you need to download it. This is a great time. Hop into the contest. It is free to enter absolutely free, but it is only free on the app. So 
Go to your app stores uh, on your respective devices. Just put in SGPN. You'll see the black and red logo. Um, SGPN right there. Downloading. Hop into the contest. Um, $100,000. Why not? And secondly, I did see about six or seven reviews come in for the NBA Gambling Podcast. So make sure to keep rolling in those reviews for the NBA Jersey giveaway of the winner's choice. We're going to run that through February 16th. So make sure to put in your ratings and reviews, um, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Apple, uh, wherever you can post it, just take a screenshot of it, tweet it at SGPN NBA. We will pick a winner and announce it on the February 18th podcast. Um, so definitely get in there as well. Zach, that's going to bring us to the end of it, man. Any final thoughts and let the people know where they can find you, brother. Oh, Zach, you're on mute. Yeah, oh, on mute. Let, let Muna get, get the business done, you know, yeah. but, but write, write the checks. Um, yeah, f- find me on Twitter at MBA Zach B. Find me in the Slack channel for sure. It's going to be a fun time next few days. Yep. Uh, I'll swing it to you. Biggest name that gets traded at the deadline, your prediction. Um, I want to say James Harden. Chill. I don't I, think James Harden's getting traded. I don't think so either, but I feel like James Harden. Um, I'm going to go De'Aaron Fox. Okay. I think there's a team out there. Maybe your Knicks make a trade for De'Aaron Fox. I think that's a good landing spot for him. I think De'Aaron Fox may be on the move, but I think that will be my biggest, our biggest name that may be moved. What do you think? Yeah, I think, um, I think, I, I don't think any true surprise, but I do think that if, if we see, you know, I think CJ McCollum, probably the biggest name, but okay. if we see McCollum, Jeremy Grant, Harrison Barnes, and Eric Gordon, those seem to be kind of like the four hottest slash biggest names right now. Yeah. If, if all four of those guys get moved, plus the Levert trade, plus the Norm trade, I mean, that'd be a pretty solid deadline in terms of activity. I know people like to moan, nothing always happens. So yeah. looking forward to it. And uh, Twitter is going to be a really fun place for the next few days. Yeah, 100%. Make sure to have your uh, notifications on uh, with Woj and Shams uh, dropping those trades as we get closer and closer to the trade deadline. Uh, and again, hop into the conversation, like Zach mentioned, in our Slack channel, sg.pn slash Slack. A lot of activity going on with the Super Bowl and, again, the NBA trade deadline, like we mentioned. So uh, another great time to be in the conversation as well. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for joining us on this Tuesday night edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Uh, Terrell and I will be back on Wednesday for the Wednesday slates, and we'll probably throw in some uh, cross-sports prop bets for the Super Bowl as well. So till then, let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to